Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome to Can I Ask You a Question? This episode is focused on that horrible thing you did in high school, uh, that time that you made Valentine's for everyone in the class but Kevin Lemieux. I know that uh, that horrible thing haunts you every night. I know Kevin thinks about it maybe once every 30 years, so once. But uh, I'm just amazed how we all have that. And I guess that's part of childhood, right? You're, you're testing the spectrum. You're a super awesome dude sometimes, and you're a disgusting piece of shit other times. We don't remember when we were a super awesome dude because it feels self-indulgent. So let's ask 15 people their darkest moment during kindergarten, grade school, and high school. Can I ask you a question? What is the meanest thing you ever did in school? Sherrod Small. What's the meanest thing you ever did in school? Meanest thing I ever did in school? Yeah, I'm looking for that uh, thing that was so I stun gun the girl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That was the old me. <laughs> Why did but this you do was that? in college, and somehow I ordered a stun gun through the mail. This I've is done before, that. Like, you can even do it online. Right. And uh, they sent me a three. It was like 350,000 volts. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And the dorm was right uh, across the street from where I live, me and my boys. So we said, let's go over there and see if we can get into some hijinks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's attempted murder. Uh, it's not attempted murder. The girl laughed it off, too. Really? Yeah, I was cute. I was cute back then, so I could get away with stuff like that. I was a regular black Scott Mayo. This hot guy tased me, and <laughs> it was really hot. She cried at first and fell to the ground. <laughs> now, did you say, I'm going to tase you, or just walked no. out and went, bang? Yeah, just tased. Wow. Just tased. I was silly back then. That's beyond silly. <laughs> That's really... Well, we laughed it off. I promised her that I'll let her tase me back, but I never did. Sid Butler. What's the meanest thing you ever did in school? Oh, my God. There was a kid named Keat, and I just really... That's I, just begging to be picked on. Yeah, he kept pushing me one day, and I was like, dude, you're really asking for it. And then I went crazy on him and just beat the shit out of him. What? How old were you? It was in the fifth, fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. And I was relentless. I couldn't stop. Like I just bloody nose, just beat him. He was disfigured when you were done. Yeah, he had a black eye, had busted lip, broken nose. It was bad. His eyes looked like baby vaginas. One of them did, for sure. It was bad. And then like two weeks later, I was like, hey, man, let's hang out on Friday. Let's he was over. bros with you? Yeah, we were friends, and he was just being a dick. And then, yeah. That's not that bad. So you don't yeah. live with it with the regret of that moment for the rest of your life. You're over it. It was just a mean thing you did. Yeah, it was a, yeah your question was, what's the meanest thing? I, right. I well, usually when I ask I, that, though, not that you can answer a question wrong, uh, I find someone haunted by some horribly cruel thing they did. But it sounds like you just, what's the word, meted out justice? Yeah, exactly. It worked out fine. Um, yeah, I'm not... You're not a mean guy. Yeah, I'm not a mean guy. So you don't have those sort of, late at night. No, no. My, my, my probably um, skeletons in my closet are... Um, I, uh, you know, in, in junior high or high school, it, I was like, yeah, let's make out. And then I wouldn't talk to the girl again. That's oh, okay. So you were a sexist. I was, I wouldn't say a sexist. A, a rape, a sort of a rapist. I was a kissist. A kiss. <laughs> I was just kiss him and leave him. Okay. Um, kiss him <laughs> and leave him. Uh, you have siblings? I do. I have an older sister and a younger sister and a younger brother. Oh, wow. Big family. Yeah. But you're English, right? 
English Irish, yeah. Oh, okay. The Irish part is the um, having kids. Catholic? Um, no, we're the Protestants that oh, okay. um, were really angry at the Catholics and tried to suppress them for a long time, even though we were a minority. Well, you did a good job. We did a great job. We didn't like the Catholics. It was really funny. But although I think uh, the Protestants are the rednecks because we came over to the U.S. and wore red scarves or something, and that's how you got the term redneck. Yeah, that's, it had nothing to do with getting sunburnt nothing to do while with sunburnt. doing yard work. It was the scarves. Yeah, it was the, the Protestant they red scarves. <laughs> Those <laughs> classic red scarves. Yeah, we're Protestants and we wear red scarves. Harmar Superstar. You, where'd you, you grew up in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. What's the meanest thing you ever did in high school? Ooh. Or uh, any school, sorry. We can go back to kindergarten. Just that one thing where you look back and go, who was that? Was a shitty Sean. Yeah. Oh man. There's. I gotta think about that. Um, God. There's so many instances. Uh, I was definitely like a fighter in 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 junior high. You were a brawler. Just kind of like in the way that like I was the unsuspe- unsuspecting kid that like uh, would always. W- yeah, I would throw down if somebody pissed me off <laughs> just because like I was smaller and fatter and nobody thought I could do anything and I'd always win the fight. So right. Uh, so there were those, but I think most of those were justified. I don't think. I'm trying to think. Uh, you were like the Chuck Norris of grade <laughs> school. I just knew the pressure point. <laughs> you go up and say, "I couldn't help but notice you were swearing in front of a lady." Okay, I can, I'd appreciate I can an think apology. Of one, I can think of one that this this one sucks so bad. This is like, yeah, I want the one you regret. This that is you like wish you could elementary school, just trying it on for size. No idea what it meant or how hateful it was. Just on the bus with my friend. Uh, just in the middle of a regular situation, some people are like arguing, uh, and uh, I bust out the N word on my friend who happens to be black. Oh, you know, in a vicious kind of no. Fuck I mean, you I, I guess like I thought I wanted to be mean, you know what I mean? But right. like not that mean. And like the second it came out of my mouth, I didn't realize how it would register with this person. You know what I mean? And that's like right. when I learned the gravity of it. But were you joking around? No, I don't think I was. I don't think I was being like super vicious, but I don't think I was. It wasn't fun. So you were doing it in a, hey, you're a fucker. Yeah, 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 that kind of way. Wow, that's a doozy. And really, like, to this day, it makes me cringe when I think yeah, back on that moment. That's I remember, perfect. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think of my friend, my friend, uh, my friend Eric Kenward was there, and he was like, wow. Like, he, he was staring at me. Like, everybody that heard that couldn't believe it, and I couldn't believe it. And I immediately was like, I don't know what that was. I like went white. I went pale. I still feel that feeling when I think of that situation. And he was totally crushed. And he, I, he you know, and I don't know if like it was so. Him. It's it was. I don't. Yeah, I don't even know where it came from. This is the last time I ever tried that. You one know, out. I have a lot of trouble with this <laughs> yeah. question, and uh, maybe it's because a lot of people block out. The yeah, worst things. or they're just afraid to say that kind of shit. Like I was going to maybe try to find something else. <laughs> yeah, I, you, I, you I saw that. around it. Yeah, yeah, you saw that sitting <laughs> yeah. there. I'm glad you didn't black it out. Yeah, you know. It's, yeah, oh god. <laughs> damn it. No, I, yeah, it was like literally like I think. Well, it, yeah, it was the, the first time I realized the true weight of like what that right. what a word can do. And that, I think that's that's like one that can just. Like, I knew this East Indian dude who uh, had a best friend, and they got into a fight after being buddies for months. They were away. I think they're working on the railroads or something yeah. in Canada. And uh, at the end of the fight, he goes, uh, all you'll ever be is a packy. Oh, my God. And then he – so he's <laughs> thinking, wait, were you thinking that the whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, this was you – you were saving that up yeah. for me? Yeah, that's that's the thing where you can tell like someone's been like rehearsing something in their brain. Yeah, that definitely wasn't the case for me, and it came out of nowhere. It was totally left field, not even situation appropriate. 
did your friendship continue after that? Yeah, we're friends today. We're oh, friends cool. today. Like it, it, yeah, Jeez. it was rocky for a little while, but uh, but yeah, we're we're definitely friends today. But yeah, I think like that's that's an unspoken thing from since then. <laughs> but like that was that was definitely the the biggest dickhead I probably was, especially yeah. in like a huge public situation. Where... Well, you got to test stuff out when you're young. Yeah, you learn the hard way that yeah, some things are super stupid and shitty. To yeah, do. especially when you're living in like Minnesota and there's like. Three ninety nine percent. That's even worse. I think that's like, yeah, jeez, man, like, what a dick. If it was in Brooklyn, the guy <laughs> yeah, would go, yeah, Fuck you, you man. just get beat up and yeah. you learn your lesson that way. Justin Thoreau. The meanest thing. There was a time. Uh, this is at the school. It was after school, but we were at the playground. So I guess technically this still adheres to yep. the parameters of your question. Um, and we, it was had snowed, and we used to take great delight in throwing snowballs at cars as many kids did and then we do it from atop this sort of berm or this hill and what, it, can i interrupt and ask what yeah. what region of america are we in now? we're in washington dc at okay. the moment and the uh the benefit of throwing from atop this hill was that it, it was provided you a fantastic escape route because whoever was going to chase you and try and pound you into the ground would inevitably have to get up this snowy hill so we one time we were all, and there's like 14 of us, so it's a big group of kids, uh, of which I was sort of one of the younger ones. And we, this, you know, Dodge something, Dodge Aspen or something was rolling by, and we just fucking hammered this car with snowballs. And we packed them so tight, sometimes we'd wet them and, you know, make them <laughs> put little rocks in them. We just really wanted it. And we thumped this car so well. And the guy got out and he was an older gentleman he wasn't like a truck driver or anything like that he was like an older guy and he got out and he pointed up the hill and he was like which one of you fuckers did this you know and it's obviously all of us world war ii vet who was in Iwo Jima. probably i mean something you he know. had his hand blown off yeah he exactly. was pointing with a prosthetic at you so he said he was going to call the police and so we're all kind of laughing going, yeah go, go, go. so there used to be this little korean deli down the street he went up there burping red bull now he went up there and um, got on the payphone and assuming called the police. And someone had the idea that we should fill his car with snow while he was doing that because he was out of sight. That's very creative. So he left individual. his car there and we ran down and we put snow into the car. We filled it up literally like up to the dashboard, <laughs> just shoveling it, you know, 14 kids with their hands. And slammed the door shut and then went back up to the top of the hill to watch his reaction when he came back. And then uh, he came back and sort of slumped when he saw the car sitting there and opened the door and sort of brushed a little snow out, shut the door again, and then started walking up the hill. And it was the first time anyone had ever walked up that hill. And so Interesting we, it was technique. a kind of a moment of we were all going, well, do we run? Because he's not running at us. And clearly he's not going to – could he win a fight with us? I don't Sounds know. Sounds like he's going to use his wit. And he, there, he, there was no wit. So then he walked up. To the top of the hill, and he started pointing in our like one kid's face. Who, who the did you fucking do that to my car? And then went to another. Do you who which, which one of you fuckers did the, the thing? And what happened was is that um, someone decided to throw a snowball at him, and then it just became this kind of and then another snowball and then another snow and then pretty soon we were just kind of whitewashing this old man <laughs> <laughs> at the top of this hill, and I remember kind of participating a little bit yeah um and then at a certain point 
remorse fell Going, over me. Going, this might be murder. And, yeah, exactly. This could be like... This is a know, felony. Exactly. Like a stoning. <laughs> you know, like... And, uh, and so we just... I sort of recused myself from the group. Um, and I Piggy think we had all, the conch The next day we were all <laughs> feeling terrible about it. And so, uh, yeah, that was probably... That's pretty That's mean. one of the worst things I felt. I thought so he was going to do named... some, some Clint Eastwood, Gran Torino thing at the top of the hill. Where he goes, look, you fucking puss cakes. Yeah. But no, he tried to find the individual. I mean, do the physics. Yeah. It was obviously all of us. We filled your entire it was, car if he had, if, By the way, if he had run up the hill, we would have fucking been petrified and run for some reason. Because that, that was just kind of the cat and mouse game that we did. But he walked up the hill. He showed weakness. He showed weakness. And he showed happened? his jugular. <laughs> and we fucking took that bull down. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jensen. What is the meanest thing you've ever done in school? Oh, the meanest thing I ever did at school was, and I recently thought about this because I tracked down the victim of this abuse. Oh, great. That's on, perfect. On Facebook, and um, uh, her life is more sad now than it was then. Her name is Janet Newton. And she's a regular listener. I know that. That's one of the reasons I found her so depressing is she had a lot of posts from previous podcasts of yours. Okay. Now, anyway, she uh, – I lived in a very uh, banal suburban area of Kansas City that all had little names like Kimberly Meadows and Sherwood Forest, even though they were treeless, just uh, – you know, prefabricated homes. We had that too. Bridalwood is where I grew up. <clears throat> every every city has that sprawl. And um, I lived on the outer edge of that. And when I was like 12 or 13, I thought like, my home in Quivira Falls is a little bit bigger than the f- homes in Kimberly Meadows. So therefore, I'm better than these people, as did all of the hierarchy of uh, teenagers and preteens. But there were a few unlucky souls that lived in trailer homes along the bus route who were at the bottom of the social totem of popularity, and Janet was definitely at the lowest rung. And because I was somewhere in the middle and got my share of abuse from the metalheads and cooler breakdancers on the bus, I felt obligated, as all preteens do, to kind of uh, cruelly abuse those lower than me. Mm -hmm. So I just remember yelling shit like, Nice fucking trailer, shit bag, out the side of the window, <laughs> like every day as she like, every day sadly. This didn't happen once. Well, there was it uh, was, there was part a of your whole, morning routine, a morning and afternoon. I think we were more hopped up in the afternoon. We were so like just so beaten and and uh, just uninspired in the morning that barely a oh fuck you maybe <laughs> like we'd look up and say right. that to her when she got after lunch. You've had a Joe Louis. You're ready to go. Uh, I don't know what a Joe Louis is. Oh, that's is, a Canadian. <laughs> that's a Canadian lunch treat. Okay, Twinkies. Maybe did you guys like have. A, yeah, we had Twinkies. I packed my own lunches, and I I never had any protein. I only had a Capri Sun, Doritos, Oreos, and a fruit roll up, and that's all I ate until I was 20 every day. So I was pretty wired, which might have explained uh, I don't know the tenacity with which I uh, I abused Janet. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was mean. LaShia Elaine. The meanest thing you've ever done in school. I find when I ask people this question, there's that one thing where they were just a really shitty person 
to a a poor kid or a retard or a blind kid, and they just when they remember it, they go, "Oh yeah, that was rough." Well, I never was the type that was mean to like kids like that. I, I was, um, but I did I did like to spit. I like to spit in people's face, and I like to fight with boys. I was a real bad tomboy when I was younger. So, what age um, are we talking here, roughly? Um, probably elementary school. I probably started growing out of it about fourteen. When um, one summer I took off my like baseball caps and you know my old my baggy pants, and boys started to notice that I looked nice. So that kind of like changed the whole tomboy thing. And when you start getting attention from guys, but anyway, um, yeah, this boy Gregory. Uh, Oh, I guess I don't know if he liked me or whatever, but he always messed with me. So one day I just we were on our way to the coming out of the cafeteria, going to the schoolyard, and I just turned around and hawk spit in his face. I was like, "You gotta leave me alone!" <laughs> and he spit back in my face. Oh my! And God. I was shocked because I was like, "What?" <laughs> he spit it back in my face, and I kind of like stood there for a little while, and then he pushed me on the ground, and we just started fighting. Like he like pulled my hair like a girl, and I was like punching him and everything because I fought with my older brothers. So. I never really fought like a girl. I always punched and, you know, like in your face. My brother always said, if you punch somebody in their nose, you could hurt them really bad. You could even kill them. So I always went for the nose and the mouth, you know. And, um, yeah, so I think that that was like the worst thing. But I was actually valedictorian in elementary school. Oh, really? So um, I was the kid who did everything when the teacher wasn't looking, but I was smart enough to not get caught. And so that's how my elementary school life was. So when you see a valedictorian and you think, wow, that girl really has her shit together – it's possible that she's spitting in people's faces when you're not looking. It's possible. Hork, and not just spit, not like, tuh, but you would hork a yeah, loogie like, and get some real. Yeah, you know, one of those deep. Would go flying and hang, dangle off uh-huh. your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how you, it was. What would you say to Gregory if you could talk to him right now? I actually saw him one time. I bumped into him <laughs> on 125th Street and he told me, um, we talked about it. And he was like, what? Did you think I wasn't going to spit back on you? You spit in my face. Hell is wrong with you? You know what I mean? So uh, he was like, you know, I spit back in yours. So, you know, we laughed about it later on in life. But, um, yeah, we both got suspended and I, I got in trouble because my mom didn't play getting suspended or fighting. Tom Shalhoub. What is the meanest thing you ever did in school? Well, I was walking behind a kid. <sighs> See how quick I came up with that answer? Yeah. Well, I, I feel like all of us have that one thing where we go, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, there was uh, this guy, Matt Sullivan, who, oddly enough, I still, uh, to this day, we're, we're friends. Oh, good. We sing barbershop together. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. he's a good barbershop tenor. But he was standing, walking in front of me after school, and he had patches all, all over the back of his jacket. And I took his coat, and I said, wow, these are great patches. And uh, and he said, oh, thanks. But he was facing forward. You know, it was the back of his jacket. Mm. So my friend, uh, John Mitigai, and I started spitting on, putting a little <laughs> bit of, uh, like, um, you know, nasal spit, you know, a little... <laughs> oh, the know. phlegmy stuff. Yeah, we got... Yeah, huck a Louie. We hucked a Louie. You hucked a Louie. We hucked a Louie on each patch. We as he's sure. walking? Yeah, as he's walking. And he, and he didn't... We were we were hawking away, and he was naive to what was going on. Right. So it made us giggle all the more that he, he was blissfully unaware that we were hawking loogies on every patch. Now, to project a loogie, you often have to go... <laughs> Yeah. Were you physically with no, your we fingers placing them? No, we were drooling it. Them? We were drooling it. Dro- what, were you 19 feet tall <laughs> and he was on his stomach? <laughs> <laughs> he was just a regular-sized boy, okay. and we had his jacket. We kind of pulled oh, – we were I see. holding so the you, patches you out. laid it out like a, a tablecloth. Yeah, we pulled up each patch, and we said, oh, look at that. That's a, you know, And then we spit on it, and uh, 
I mean, to be fair to myself, I think the whole thing was Mitigai's idea. He was more of an idea man. Right. But he spit on uh, the, the, the first one, and then, you know, I tended to do things that other people did, you know? Right, right. But it's still, you're just as culpable. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I did. the Nazis, when they said, oh, yeah. go kill that guy, you're not allowed to say it yeah. was an order. Yeah, and I, like I said, I mean, Mitigai was the idea man. We both did it, though. We both did the behavior. So did I was he, just like a dull version of, of Mitigai. Did he ever find out? Yeah, he found out uh, when we got to the police lady, he stopped and we were laughing and he took the jacket off because I guess he suspected something. But then he had no idea that we would we would just be spitting all over the back of his jacket. Nor did you. Yeah. yeah. You were shocked he, by yourself. But to this day, he brings it up. When, when we're at a barbershop convention or something, he's like, you spit on my jacket. And he's like, why would you do so? Like, to Matt... You know, he's a simple man, and he, uh, no, I mean, he's not a simpleton. He's just no, he's a, a simple man. He has simple a simple moral code, man. and it just, it still to this day bothers him that we did that. And, you know, and I, I don't have an answer for him. And it bothers you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Have you apologized? Yeah, I said, Matt, I mean, I, what can I say, Matt? But I'm sorry that we did that. It made no sense. Uh, <laughs> what age know. was this, sorry? Uh, it was grammar school, so probably sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. That was really mean. Matt Sweeney. What's the meanest thing you ever did in school? God. Now, let me tell you what I'm fishing for here. Mm-hmm. That one thing you did in high school or maybe gr- junior high do. where you go, ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot. You know, it's funny. I just, well, I just had, fuck, there's, <laughs> I mean, I was bad. You were a bad kid? I mean, everybody's a bad kid, but I, I you know. I, I, it's a good question. Um, Were you a bully? Occasionally, occasionally <laughs> I was. What's funnier than bullying? I it mean, you, me you're, 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 you've made a fucking living at it. For <laughs> um, well, I think most kids were bullied and bullied. Well, of course, that's why you do it. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, yeah, there, there were, there was, there's a kid that I loved who I'm still close with. I just had dinner with him the other day and, he was talented, funny, and all this stuff. And I had a bully role with him because he was like a year younger, and he he was one of those kids. He was a punch me type kid, you know. He was right. just asking for it all the time. Well, you were always tall, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was like little, and and uh, and s- s- smart ass and all that kind of stuff. And man, like I can remember being. This was fucking weird. So my high school moved uh, my junior year. And and you generally, uh, which is when you're what, six, fifteen? You mean 16? you changed high schools, or your no? Whole my high, high school, school physically moved. moved. It, le- it I went to Seton Hall Prep, and it left the Seton and left the Seton Hall campus where my father taught, which was a couple of blocks away where I could walk to. And then it moved to West Orange, New Jersey, which is like a half hour away. And that sucks. It fucking sucked. And on top of that, so I'm not driving yet. And my dad could only like you know my dad was a, was a university professor and and was sweet he he drove me to school a lot but ultimately I had to take a fucking school bus I never took a school bus in my life and all of a sudden I'm you know sixteen or something like and that and you're with the plebes on a school on a school bus, bus you know touching you but but Timmy Smith uh, oh fuck you have to cut out his name okay uh, editor cut out yeah. Timmy Smith yeah so, uh, sorry. My friend, this guy I'm talking about. Let's call him T.S. I can just say, I can say my, my friend, uh, I'll just call him Timmy. My friend Timmy, I was really fucking mean to. And we had this kind of, there's somehow this bullying relationship got set up. And I remember being on the school bus, for instance. This, this is just a little thing that flashed in my head when you asked that question. And he, 
was bothering me, you know what I mean? Like I was like reading or something like that, and he kept on bothering me. And I just remember grabbing his head and slamming it against the the, the window, going, "I fucking told you not to fucking do oh that. Don't God. ever do that. Are you fucking?" And he's going, "Ah!" And just, I mean, just straight bullying, like straight up. Yeah, bullying. that's assault. That's a felony. Yeah, I mean, it was awful. It was so awful. So I feel bad about that. I mean, that, uh, so that's, that's that's one thing. That's battery. That's not assault. That's the big one. And then we also, uh, I don't feel bad about it. It was really bad. Uh, but you know, I, the problem yeah, okay. with that is it's, we, it was violent, but I find that it's the cerebral bullying that, that haunts you more than the violence. This was violent, but, but again, but, but, humili- like, you but, humiliated but, him, though. But that's, this, uh, I mean, this was in a culture, uh, that's indicative of the culture that we had between the two of us, which was like, there was a lot of shit going on, you know? And it was, oh, oh my God, I made him like, I made him do a bunch of fucked up shit. I mean, Did you make him eat dog shit? No. Did you make him eat a but, sandwich but, out of the garbage? But, but I think there was some, like, vague... Did you make him lick a dead cat? I think a friend of mine once, like, once, like, pinned him and sat on his face, you know, like, 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 like on a sweaty day after we'd been skateboarding (laughs) or something like that. Just gross, you know, really just fucking gross, mean shit. And it's funny, he, he would, you know, the the deal was he was the youngest of a ton of mean fucking older brothers. So he was, again, he just took that role. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? He, he was very comfortable within the role. Every time I see MMA fighters, I think you had three older brothers. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm sure. And you just became a ninja from bullying. Yeah. So, so that, that was one. Yeah. I, it's funny. Yeah. When I look back, it's funny when I was going to meet him, I hadn't seen him in a while. And it flashed through my head. And he's so fucking cool. It's ridiculous. But it flashed through my head. I was like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like the, the douche chill. You know, just the... David Cross. What's the meanest thing you've ever done in school? Uh, oh, I, oh, gosh. All right, I know. This is away from school, but it's still a school-related activity. Um. There was a, in high school, we took this uh, field trip. I went to a school of the arts in Atlanta, and there was this kind of, um, you know, three-day weekend bus trip to New York City. Uh, I believe I was a junior, um, which would put me at about 17, 16, 17. And um, there was a guy there who was uh, really annoying, very effeminate, um, as you might imagine, School of the Arts. Uh, and then he and a very good friend of mine, Jeff, and two other guys who were like sort of friends, but more of our friends than the other guys, um, uh, were in a room together. Uh, you know, this is a cheap thing. You know, you scraped up money, and it was like four people in a shitty room in Midtown. And um, Hotel Empire is exactly where we stayed. Anyway, uh, or it might have been the Milford. Anyway, so this guy who was really annoying, uh, very artsy, very femmy, um, very, very uh, 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 st- stereotype of a flaming gay guy, um, wore Ralph Lauren polo cologne, was huge back then when I was mm-hmm. in high school, huge. And he just doused himself in it. And uh, he he had a... <laughs> He had a bottle that he had been refilling, and it was his lucky bottle. And he, he, uh, oh, no, no, sorry, I'm conflating two things. 
uh, so he had he had a uh, a little statuette. I don't remember what it was. Figurine thing that was his lucky thing, um, and uh, so he had that. And he put it on the windowsill, and uh, a completely separate. My friend Jeff and I were going to fuck with him, and Jeff took a dump in the toilet with some piss in it, and then took some of his. Uh, not a lot, not that you'd notice it, but took some of that and put it in his cologne, which is <laughs> awful. Uh, not that there's turds floating around, but no. just the idea of it and flakes and whatever. So there's that. And then, uh, and I didn't do that. That was Jeff. <laughs> but then, <laughs> this is the worst. It's just an awful thing. And I keep in mind, I was such a, a picked on pussy of a kid that I found a kid that I could pick on and then... Um, the sad truth of human nature took my shit out on him. Um, and he put his figurine down by the windowsill, and he explained, it's my lucky thing. I travel with it. I never go anywhere with it. And as he's explaining it, I lifted up the window, took it, and chucked it on the roof across the street. <laughs> and, I, and I think that is the uh, completely without reason. Mer- he never did anything to me except annoy us, um, but completely... Uh, an awful shitty thing to do. And, uh, and that was what we did. Scott Campbell. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. There's, it's, there's versions of the story. I'll give you the short one and then we can elaborate if you want to. So, um, yeah, my, like the, the one kid that I bullied was this kid named Jeremy Patterson who was sitting in my seat at lunch, which, you know, there's no, there's no real assigned seats at lunch, but you're like, that's where I sit every day. And if- can, we, can I just interrupt you and get some context here? Right. What age? Uh, this is seventh grade. Seventh grade. So you were still kind of a pudgy, In middle uncool school. kid. Totally uncool. And you had just, this was around the time we went, you know what, I'm going to try being a bully for a change. Right. Because okay. I've been, you know, bullied for years now. I'm like, I'm going to give it a shot and see if I can, like, be on the other side because it sucks on this side. Right. And, um... So, yeah, this kid, Jeremy Patterson, totally nice little, you know, we were on the same level of nerdiness, but I was a a chubby nerd and he was a skinny nerd. Um, And, uh, yeah, he was sitting at my table at lunch one day and uh, I was like, hey, man, that's my seat. And he's like, go find a new one. I was like, dude, that's my seat. He's like, go find a new one. So I instantly went to just, you know, put my tray on the table, like pulled his hair back and like smacked him in the nose a fist. Yeah, like just punched wow. him in the nose. And it like started bleeding. He ran off. I sat down. I ate my lunch. And, um, you know, like instantly felt terrible. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's funny. Flash to like, like, like I've always, I've always felt bad about that. And, you know, like I've tried on Facebook and like, view, <laughs> like I've tried to find Jeremy Patterson. I really, I've. Like once a year, I'll check in and be like, maybe I can find him. You know, do the little people finder thing. Like I paid the nineteen ninety five to get the list, and and uh, I've never I've never been able to find because I wanted to just be like, dude, I'm sorry. Like I'm so sorry. That was such a douchebag move. It. No, not right. But I it, like I wanted like I've tried to find him. You know, for years, and um, it was funny. There was this uh, when I first started tattooing in California. You know, I was working in this cheese ball biker shop, and. Uh, Long story short, I ended up making out with this bartender whose boyfriend was this big, like, meth dealer dude. And and it became this, like, whole thing where I just thought she was a cute girl. And uh, he was, like, tracking me down and following me. And 
I end up in a hotel room with this guy, um, you know, pulls out a gun and a knife and he's like, look, you, you have three ways out of this room. You know, he was like, I'm going to kill you. Um, you can quit tattooing for the rest of your life. Um, or you can cut off the end of one of your fingers and give it to me as apology for, for kissing my girlfriend. And, uh, I'll, I'm going to say, I'm going to quit tattooing. Absolutely. Yeah. You say whatever gets you out of that room yeah. with all of the, your person that you walked in with. And uh, so I was like, yeah, dude, I hate tattooing. Going to plumbing school tomorrow, later. And, uh, and just, you know, walked out and, and left. And, uh, you know, I started asking around all my friends because he, he went by this alias. Um, you know, I, I don't want to even like say it. Cause just say a similar name. It's like, um, yeah, so he's, you know, like um dragon mike okay you know so dragon mike you know like i didn't i didn't know who this guy was but this was you know it was a very sobering experience and so i started calling around everybody I knew in town i was like yo does this guy really have that kind of juice like who who is this guy like do i do i really have to worry about this and um started poking around and you know i you know found out where he lived found out his real name found out, you know, where his mother lived. Like, I really wanted to, like, have all my information so I knew if I, I could continue tattooing or not. Um, but long story short, find out his real name, and it's Jeremy Patterson. Oh, my God. And uh, it's not, obviously, that Jeremy Patterson, but it was karma coming back around. I, I truly believe that. Cooper Boone. What's the meanest thing you ever did in school? Oh, my God. The meanest thing I ever did in school was I hit this kid named greg can we get his full name the meanest thing i ever did in school was when i took greg Hegg's head <laughs> um in fifth grade on the bus and i hit it against a window i think it was a culmination of a lot of rage and the fact i hated the way that he ate his apple wow that is vile mm, really awful isn't it isn't it do yeah. you still when you remember that do you it's go, horrific it's horrific. He's the kind of person, and I am not a violent person at all. And I, I, I like almost crashed for squirrels, you know. But the fact that I did that is is mortifying. Did it break the skin or anything? No, no, no. Probably, but I you was. Think he remembers. And this? the funny thing. Oh, I hope he does. I do. I'm tortured by it, and I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't crying at all. I think he was just shocked that the sissy boy just kind of came out of his shell and said, "Fuck you, enough." Enough with that apple. Yeah, enough with that fucking Were you lip smacking. Were you effeminate as a child? Uh, mixture. Mixture. Because you sure. don't seem very effeminate now. Well, ever since my surgery, things were much better. <laughs> when you had the testosterone injected into your body? <laughs> into my anus, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Did he, I just say that? <laughs> if you cried after, then that wipes the slate clean. No, it's terrible. It's like one of those things, one of those recurring dreams. I have another one that's... Um, from when everyone at the restaurant I waited tables at walked out, it was just me and my friend Kathy, and I still have dreams. We stayed. I'm like, you never abandon ship, you don't leave. Oh, the restaurant and so was we were cooking, was bartending, and serving 150 people. I was just talking about this the other night, and I still have that recurring dream. And the Greg recurring dream still is in my in my unconscious. Going swirling loop, about. I don't understand uh, the restaurant one because it was so stressful. It's stressful. traumatizing. Yeah. It's like, you know, a lot of waiters. Did you ever wait tables? Yep. 
A lot of waiters and waitresses talk about those dreams of, you know, being in the weeds, but this was like in the mire. <laughs> this was like one of those. And then, of course, you have that one customer who's like, my soup isn't cold enough. Right. And you, you go, and, lady, we don't have time for your and shit you right now. And you spit in it and you boil it and you bring it back to her. So I don't what have a recurring. idiot can't make money with 150 customers? I'm telling you. What's his problem? No, it was the management. Everyone hated him. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but so you're still haunted you by don't Greg. Jump. I guarantee I'm you, he's not Greg. haunted by. I, I bet. I bet if you went, contacted God, him now, I hope not. He would say, "I'm no I'm offense, but I have no idea who I'm you are." Seriously, I haven't thought. I'm sweating thinking about that. <laughs> I'm serious. Like God down to my damn, hips. You have a I've clean got rings. That was just a bonk. You didn't even break the skin. No. I'm a Catholic Jew. I'm screwed up. <laughs> Guilt times two. How was he eating it? Really, like smacky. Juicily? No, smacky. No, I call it the juice mac. You know. That is irritating. It's irritating. It's so self-indulgent. Um, I don't know if it's self-indulgent. Because you're, you're not keeping I think your apple maybe to yourself. Just, maybe it was just a really good apple, but I had had enough. Fuck him. Seven months I'm on of your watch. side. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> your annoying lip smacking. You've fucking I'm a very bad human eater. being. I'm no, bad. you're not. You did the right bad. thing. Megan Nuringer. What's the meanest thing you ever did in school? Um, I had a really big crush on my first ex-boyfriend in high school. Okay. So we waited that long mm-hmm. to be mean. Okay. Oh, no. Actually, okay. No. I want I the one that, that you lie in bed at night and go, I wish I could go back in time and yes. have not done that to that person. I prank phone called a girl who had been in our friend group who for some reason, and I don't remember why, we had decided needed to be ostracized or bullied out of the group oh. for a minute. And I was not that cool. Are girls crueler than boys? Yes. Okay. Um, and so me and two of the other girls, and I arranged this. I was sort of the the instigator. I I pranked her house a couple of times, and then I called Playboy and ordered Playboy magazines to be delivered to her home address. How? How'd you get the money? I don't know how Maybe I did it. Was it was a free subscription. It was some kind send, of yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a while ago. It was you know, and I. We got caught with the pranks. Like I think – and her parents and my parents and these other girls' parents came and I, I couldn't really – I couldn't stomach the blame for it. So not only had I done this super shitty thing. For no reason. Um, for no reason but to be mean, I wouldn't own it. it well, I hadn't really done it. I, it was all of us. I, I wouldn't take responsibility for it. Wow. And I, I look back on that and I'm so deeply ashamed. What was her name? I don't – I really remember. Yes, you do. What was her first I name? I think it was Prissy. Priscilla. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Pri- no, she was very sweet. I had never had any reason to dislike her. I worry about that with my daughter so much, her being the victim of one of these random decisions. There's some girl- Bullying is so much worse now, too. It's like well, people kill themselves over bullying. There, yeah. There's a girl in my daughter's school who's the queen, and everyone who's a friend is called a servant. And if you have a problem with that, you're fired- and now no one will hang out with you. I invented the special people's club for like a week and I had these like cards that I handed out of who could oh be in the special people's God. club. <laughs> what year was that? How old that you? was that was like fifth grade, sixth grade. I had gone through a trauma in fifth grade and I think right after that I was like a crazy person and was like, These are my friends and these aren't my friends and like I just became like a cunt for a second and then I was fine. Maybe you wanted other kids to suffer because you were suffering? Yeah, I, maybe. Yeah. 
I have never really talked about that in therapy. I've talked about almost everything else. Okay. But I, I stopped being mean. After that, I didn't go through puberty until college, and, like, I had no cachet, and so I stopped really being mean. Crystal. What's the meanest thing you ever did in school? What's the meanest thing I ever did in school? Something where you look back and you go, Oh, I, I know what I did. I know what I did. Uh, there was a guy that liked me in school, and... um. I didn't like him back. Maybe I liked him back a little bit, but I did not want to be associated with him. Mm -hmm. I was very much into um, being into my own clique, mm -hmm. into uh, appearing cooler than everybody else. It was all about what you were wearing and who you were kissing, and those were the big things in middle school. This is middle school? This is middle school. And so there was a kid. Did I say high school earlier? No, no, I just didn't. Have, okay, good, because I, I always think about high school, and then it somehow always trickles in. Very pivotal part of my life. Um, but uh, middle school, there was a guy that I actually, um, like I said, I didn't want him to be associated with me. So one time he came up to me and he wrote me a letter. And this letter was supposed to be, you know, basically him showing my his feelings for me. And I played along with it for a few hours. But then at the end, I was like, oh, come here, come here. I want to talk to you. And then I sprayed him with my cologne. And you have to understand Whoa. that in, in middle school, that's a lot that's yeah. a lot, you know, to, to smell like a girl in middle school. That when you burn your eyes. That's going to stay with him for the rest of the, at least the day. I know. And I felt very, at the time, I felt like it was hysterical. At the time, I felt very good about it. I felt like, oh, my God, this guy's going to go around the halls smelling like me. And everybody's going to be like laughing at him because they won't associate it with me. They'll associate it with him. Like, you know, he went home to his mom's perfume closet and he just sprayed himself. I felt good about that. Uh, now I feel bad about it. I hope he's okay. Um, I don't know what he's been doing with his life. Um, maybe I should check up on it on Facebook after this. I hope he's okay. Fred Armisen. Meanest thing you ever did in school? Meanest thing I ever did in school? I remember um, when me and my friends used to walk to uh, Green Acres, which is this big shopping mall. Where did you grow up? Valley Stream, Long Island. Okay. Very suburban New York, you know. And... Uh, well, you know, we you know when you're a kid, you just walk everywhere, or you take a bike. But we'd go all the way to Green Acres, and we did this weird thing where there'd be a group of like four of us, and then three of us would decide let's ditch one of the guys <laughs> for no reason, for no reason. And the guy changed. I mean, it would be this maybe you one week, you never. Knew. Yes, and so it was like say it was like Dave, because it was me, Mike, and Dave. Sometimes Frank, um, and then yeah, we would just all of a sudden like okay. As soon as he turns that corner, we're all going to split. <laughs> and that was the end of the day. Like then we all went home and that was the end of the day. And then for it was so mean. But then the next day at school, it was – we're fine. Like, but that's different though because if it rotated, then it's a game like Charlie Horses or – No, there was a meanness to it. There was a definite – there was something cold about it because it wasn't all the time. Huh. So it felt, it felt pretty mean. I saw you at Bowery Ballroom once which, with some old guys who I guess were our age. Right. <laughs> and, uh, That's always the funnest thing. <laughs> yeah, that old guy. Oh, I'm sorry. You're four years younger than me. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, were those the guys? I think one was named Frank. Yeah, uh, yes. Okay. The, uh, Frank. Uh, Dave wasn't there, but yeah. For, uh, and Mike as well. That was, those were the guys. Those were the gang. Exactly the that guys. you yeah. would abandon guys. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's not that bad. I think it's pretty... You, you seem like a pretty nice guy overall. Uh, sometimes. Tony Buzzcock. What's the meanest thing you ever did in school? Meanest thing I ever did in school? 
I ever did in school. The it's thing that you did where you, you lie in bed at nights now and go, oh, God, that was horrible. Mm, I, there isn't one. You were always I, a good guy. No, I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't like one of those kids with a briefcase, you know, like the nerdy, geeky. I mean, you know, the books went in a, an Adidas bag. They never went to school in a briefcase. Right. Uh, and I wasn't like one of those ones that just looked like a football hooligan at the age of 13, you know, with long hair and a centre party. And I had the long hair and a centre party, but I was just like in the middle. I wasn't like a geek and I wasn't a tough kid. I was just one you of just the... You were just a great I was just guy. Into muse, no, I was just into music and that. And football, that's all I cared about. You never about. bullied anyone? Never, I never bullied anyone. I never got bullied. I never had... A, I had one fight at school, which involved... In the middle of a football game, the ball went off the pitch and some other kid just oofed it somewhere, not back onto our pitch. And I just went up to him and booted him as hard as I could. And he turned around and smashed me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. That was the one fight I had at school. It lasted eight seconds. Really? Yeah, and that was it. And I didn't fall over. It didn't end up in rolling around on the floor. That was it. You have no regrets in school? No, because school was brilliant. As my missus will always tell anybody... Because she knows my mates from school. I'm still mates with the guys I went to school with when I'm back in England, you know what I mean? We're, there's a lot of them, we're still in touch. And I had my, um, my, my daughter and my missus and my ex organised a surprise 50th for me last year, which I didn't know about right up until I got there. And um, there, was kid, there was guys there through my whole life. There was half of my school football team from when I was 11 were there. Wow. You know, because we we all still sort of live in the same area, even though I don't really live there. It's um, you know, I still call it my area when I'm back there because that's where my daughter and granddaughter. Tottenham. Are. Yeah, yeah. Ed, well, it's Edmonton. It used it's on the border of Tottenham and Edmonton. But that's, um, that's a uniquely I, British thing. I've always thought that was weird. Whenever, whenever I'm in Britain, I'll, you'll see a 90 year old talking to a punk with a blue mohawk and his jacket covering studs, and they're both. You know, the, the old guy will be going, you just got to talk to her, you know? Just be honest and say, this is what I'm going through, <laughs> and I'll fucking love you, you know? And he's, the punk is like, you're right, you know, I know. It's just so, it takes so much courage to be honest, you know? <laughs> Hold on, that's England? <laughs> you sound like you're talking about someone in the Upper West Side at an empathy meeting or something. Do you know? <laughs> Weekly empathy class. The dialogue is irrelevant. The point is that they were friends. By the way, why have you got a drink and I haven't? Sorry about that. Fucking yeah. hell. You, you can't, sorry, can sorry, you put sorry. fucking hell on the right? No, it's right. I thought he was drinking beer. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I should have thought of that. No, so the answer to the question is there isn't really anything I did at school because I was the guy, especially when it got later on in the, the later 70s, uh, well, I say the later 70s, you know, 77 when punk started, and I was... You know, the guy when the kids in the other class would come to my classroom and when you arrive at school, you know, before assembly and all that, if you had it, they would come knocking on the door on a Friday and go, can I borrow your sounds or your NME or whatever? And they would go off and read it because you had a half hour before the first lesson. So everybody knew me and a couple of other guys. We were just the three guys in the whole school out of a thousand boys because people didn't like music then. Normal people didn't like music. I sat to people all the time. Liking music... Right, buying a music paper and going to a record shop every Saturday and buying records and going to gigs put you right on the edge of society. It was like being a trained enthusiast or it something. It was. 
It was. Yeah.